Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your confidence coach, specializing in communication and personal transformation. I practice this through feng shui and organization, coaching, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, and all that spirituality woo-woo. My mission in life and goal with this podcast is to help you achieve total freedom and optimize your life by building confidence within your mind, body, and spirit. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, but rather something that you learn. And with confidence, personal, time, and financial freedom are already manifesting deep within you. So if you love personal development, spirituality, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, confident soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. Before we dive right into today's content, I want to take a moment and just express my sincere gratitude and thank you so much for being a a dedicated listener. I'm really enjoying putting out this content and hearing your feedback has been so uplifting and encouraging for me and has made me feel more confident in the work that I put out and what I offer to the world. So thank you so much for that. And if you haven't already, please download episodes and subscribe to the podcast or leave a review, whatever aligns with you. And if you want to connect with me beyond this podcast, I invite you to check out my website, confidentlyyou.ca. There you will find a lot of free materials and information about working with me one-on-one, information about guided hypnosis and tracks for uh, audio tracks for purchase, and other helpful information about what it is I do and what I can offer you. So thanks for that. Now let's dive right into today's episode, shall we? Today I want to talk about victimhood. In the personal development world, there is this strong push to forego a victimhood mindset and to be a victor. Even though the intention behind this message comes from a place of love and knowing, because usually the people preaching this have been there, done that, and leading by example, it can potentially create a culture in which we victim, blame, and shame. And that's not good, right? You know, everybody should have, uh, feel good when they are on their, their personal development and healing journey. I mean, ultimately I agree with the message, but to someone who is looking to heal past wounds and do some inner development may find themselves ashamed of being a victim. They may find themselves casting self-blame and really struggling to connect with the deeper message. It's very easy to victim shame when we have this victor mindset, and that's not okay either. And maybe I have even triggered that feeling in you too. And if in, if I have, that was not my intention, and I sincerely apologize for that. And this is kind of what inspired today's episode. It's important to honor and respect where each person is at in their journey. 
Some people are struggling to grasp something that has happened to them and are deeply hurt. And others have walked down a route of empowerment and found healing through reframing the meaning of what's happened to them. They've turned their trauma into triumph. Truthfully, I'm not even sure how I feel about the words victim and victor because it it sounds like it's a game or like that there always has to be a winner and I don't really think that's the case so I'm unsure about how I feel about those words. It kind of goes back to the whole label thing that I talked about in I want to say episode six. It creates this polarity that victim is bad and victor is good or victim is a loser and victor is is a winner and that's not really true. Both are valid for whatever stage you are at in your journey. I prefer to look at this from the perspective of taking responsibility. Responsibility is something that is learned and isn't necessarily a permanent state of being, rather a mindset that you choose to adopt. And I believe that taking responsibility is how you empower yourself to overcome anything in life. So first, I want to talk about this whole concept of what it means to take responsibility, and then I'm going to talk about how we can use this to overcome that victimhood mindset in a healthy and empowering manner without shaming or blaming ourselves or anyone else. So to make this simpler to relate to, imagine that life is like driving a vehicle. You are either in the driver's seat or in the passenger Being in the driver's seat is to be at cause and responsible for the journey that lies ahead of you. You have control of where you're going. Being in the passenger seat is passive. You relinquish control over where the vehicle goes to the driver and are subject to react to whatever happens in the car because the driver is in control of it. And sometimes when you're driving, there are obstacles along the way like potholes, bumps, construction, etc. These can be thought of as faults, so to speak. And here is the big distinction to note. There is a massive difference between being at fault and being responsible. When you typically think of someone experiencing something horrific, you immediately place fault on the abuser. And this is good. Whoever abused someone should be at fault. So the abuser is the bumps on the road, the potholes, the construction, the detours. You can't control what other people do to you. What they do is not your fault. It's theirs. And when we talk about other people being at fault, we are specifically speaking to the fact that we can't control what they do. But responsibility is entirely different. Responsibility is your ability to respond. Look at the word broken down. Respond and ability. To be responsible is to be on the cause side of the cause versus effect equation. I'll touch more on that in a second. Being responsible is where the power lies. The power does not lie with who is at fault, although in the moment it will likely feel that way. Trust me, I know. But the power comes from the response. How you respond says so much more about you and your personal power than it does to whom is at fault. In fact, 
your response can demonstrate how powerless someone who is at fault actually is. Someone who is at fault demonstrates a lack of control in their actions and perhaps unconsciously believes that our external circumstances determine our reality. Now, don't get me wrong. Someone who is at fault is not always like looking to hurt someone, right? I mean, things happen by accident and that's okay. But I guess in this context, I'm talking about someone who is at fault is someone who is intentionally hurting someone. Someone who takes responsibility understands that you are not at fault, but how you choose to respond gives you the power to be at cause for your life. You understand that your internal circumstances determine and create your reality. So back to the cause versus effect. To take responsibility means that you are at cause for your life. Whereas being on the side of effect means you relinquish control and only react to what happens to you in life. A response comes from your higher self. The version of you that is calm, cool, collected, at peace, and controlled. The side of yourself that only knows the real, deep truth. A reaction is impulsive and is triggered by your fight-flight-freeze feedback. Being at cause for your life does not mean you are at fault. It means you are in the driver's seat of your life and in control of where you take yourself. You can't control bumps or potholes in the road or constructions, detours, or traffic jams, but you can control how you handle and overcome these obstacles. Ask yourself, who is driving my vehicle? Am I in the driver's seat? Or do I give that power to somewhere else, someone else? Do I have road rage? Or do I respond appropriately to things that happen to me on the road? So let's talk about victimhood. Again, I'm not sure how I feel about that word. But for lack of a better term, I'll continue to use it just so that we're all on the same page here. Being the victim means that you are choosing to be in the passenger seat. Albeit, I realize this is not always a conscious choice, but it is a choice nonetheless. It's comfy, and you don't have to use your energy to always be mindful of where you're going, so it appears to be easier, but you don't get to, you don't get, to get to decide on the outcome. You give that control to someone else. But remember, you always have a choice. When you choose the path of victimhood, it means that you are subject to conditioning. If we look at the example of my childhood sexual trauma, because I was a victim of this circumstance, I then found myself conditioned to believe that I was unworthy. I was conditioned to believe that I was powerless, that people could take advantage of me, dominate me, and that my voice didn't matter. I couldn't control the actions of my abuser, and I couldn't stop the actions of abuse against me. But relinquishing control in the response is how I came subject to this conditioning. But those beliefs are not true. I am worthy. I am powerful. I don't allow people to take advantage of me or dominate me. And my voice is the strongest tool in my belt. That is my truth. And just because something terrible happened to me doesn't make that truth any less real. But... Relinquishing control 
being in the passenger seat makes it easy for a person to believe so. We allow the actions of others to superimpose their truths on us, which then determines our truths. Again, we can't control what other people do to us. That's not our fault. But how you choose to respond is where your power lies. I really want us to get away from the trap of victim blaming, victim shaming, because that is not the point that I'm trying to make here. We need to honor and respect where each person is at in their journey. If something bad has happened to you, I am not telling you to ignore your feelings of violation or hurt or pain. You absolutely need to process those feelings because they are 100% valid and you have every right to feel them. There is no right or wrong answer to how you feel. That is your unique human experience. But choosing to process your feelings and actually face them, that is a response. We so often are told to shut our feelings away and hide them, but then we don't learn to effectively process them and allow them to naturally neutralize. Processing your feelings and emotions is so important. Allow your body to go through its natural rhythm, and then once it does, you can feel peace from the emotion neutralizing naturally. Once your emotions are neutralized, you can then empower yourself to find the lesson in the bigger picture and become the victor of your life. For myself, once I decided that I wasn't going to allow my childhood trauma to have control over me anymore, my whole world changed. I was able to reflect on my life and see these patterns that were occurring from which a valuable lesson needed to be learned. Again, I wasn't at fault for my trauma, but I am responsible for learning the lesson that came from it, and this lesson was to use my voice. There are so many examples that I can look back on which this lesson was a reoccurring pattern in my life. I needed to learn to be assertive with my voice and learn how to establish healthy boundaries. Now, I'm about to get my woo-woo on with you, so brace yourself. I believe we choose our lives before we are born. And our soul signs a contract to learn a specific lesson during our life. Our memories are wiped clean so that we can authentically learn the lesson. Because if I were if I if I were to have known how to effectively use my voice from the day I was born, there would be no lesson to learn and therefore no evolution. There would be no depth to any of the lessons that I would learn. Just like a person can't truly grasp what it means to forgive someone until someone hurts us and we have to actually go through the process of forgiveness. You just have to live the experience and that's what we're all here to do. Understanding what you have what you are here to learn comes from noticing the truth of patterns in your life. Does something unfortunate keep happening to you? Maybe in different ways, but perhaps could have been avoided from the same way? Maybe you find yourself constantly burnt out, stretched thin, or everyone wants something from you and you constantly have to give. Maybe your lesson is to learn to say no and have healthy boundaries. Or another example, do you find yourself constantly broke? Like there's always something coming your way that needs money, like unexpected bills, the car needs to be repaired, or the hot water tank in your house is leaking and needs to be replaced, or just bad luck about stuff like this? 
Maybe your lesson is that you need to learn to be more giving to others because the more you give, the more you receive and the more you receive, the more you give. And if you hoard your money and never and never give back to society with it, the universe will find a way to keep that flow of money going in other ways such as those unexpected repairs. This is also tapping into money beliefs, which I will reserve for another episode because I can talk about this like forever. <laughs> but maybe you are starting to see the picture here. Learning to use my voice has helped me appropriately respond to situations in which someone is targeting me and the outcome is that I know I am no longer a victim. I hold all of the power. So when someone begins to cross my boundaries, I now know how to produce a response that prevents that victim mindset from sinking in. So the lesson I want to take away, I want you to take away today is first of all, it's okay if you feel victimized. Honor that feeling. Process it. But then at some point, let it go. Give yourself permission to find the way out and come on top as the victor. It's okay. You are safe. Second, what bigger picture reoccurring patterns happen in your life that you feel victim to? And third, what is the action that you can take as a form of response to these patterns so that you can come from a place of empowerment should they occur again? Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope that you found a lot of value and I hope that my message is coming through strong here. I really want to honor where every person is at, um, but also also support those that are and encourage those that are looking to overcome that victimhood mindset. So thank you so much for listening and I look forward to connecting on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.